on today's episode, we're going to be talking about media buying in 2020. These are five things you must know about start doing in media buying. Do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear firsthand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, I want to just build a freaking successful business. We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. What do sophisticated direct-to-consumer brands like ColourPop, Hawkberry, and Custom Inc. all have in common? Well, they rely on Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform that powers over 25,000 online businesses. Klaviyo is supported by a dedicated team of experts, and it is a platform that processes and consumes more data than any other in the market. Klaviyo helps you own customer experience and grow high value customer relationships right from shoppers first impressions to each subsequent purchase Clavio will understand every single customer interaction and empowers brands to create more personalized marketing moments when you have a 360 view on customers the growth possibilities are endless Visit Clavio.com forward slash 2x to get Clavio's holiday planning guide. Remember, that is Clavio.com forward slash 2x. Welcome to the 2x e-commerce podcast. If you're tuning in on YouTube, welcome. Um, if you're tuning in via audio, any you know, audio podcast in you know platform, welcome also welcome 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 yeah so what what are we going to be talking about today well we are going to be talking about media buying in 2020 and i've come up with like five things you need to be doing and this is based on experience um i currently work through my my agency with about five e-commerce brands now going to be about six from next week and we predominantly work on e-commerce strategy on the one hand and then that channels or funnels into facebook advertising um for the large part and a bit of youtube advertising because i really believe in like frequency and also reach you know as primary um drivers to the success of your campaign um i'm not actually seeing my 
2x e-commerce i'm wearing a 2x e-commerce hoodie by the way if you're in um on youtube so i'm gonna just adjust the camera a little bit so you guys can see the 2x e-commerce hoodie yeah that's it but um on a more serious note um it is super important to 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 look at these five points because these five points are basically they're grounded on my experience with um with various e-commerce brands a almost all of them are 10 million plus brands um but but let's let's jump into 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 um the juice of this so first um winners of the game drive reach and high frequency i just said that but the first point is i've been reading a book it's called the advertised mind it's an old book by the way but it is you know when you go into the principles to like the the basics of an entire process on how an industry does things you really need to go back sometimes to investigate on the principles the pillars of this whole media buying industry there are a few other books but this book is really good in the sense that it takes us to how the television you know industry the tv and print industry measured performance at the time when performance was really really challenging to measure they, they figured out how to measure it how the brain works there's a lot of neuroscience in in it um there's a lot of psychology and, and some on a subsequent i'm going to talk about you know all that also actually i'm going to create a webinar for that but what's very important um is frequency and um reach so reaching a certain segment you know of people so let's say there's a population of about 10 million people you could potentially reach in any platform now i'm not talking about facebook i'm talking about any platform here you know that 10 million essentially what you want to do is narrow down on a segment of that 10 million and ensure they see your ad your message as frequently as possible so neurons in their brains I hope I'm not being too technical, make a connection between, um, for memorability, right? And once they have memorability, when they're in a buying phase, they buy. But here's the thing with Facebook, that last bit I talked about where when they're in a buying phase, they buy um, is quite condensed now because in the past, the action would be when they go to a supermarket, they buy your product. But now with the advent of digital where they click, they're pixeled on your site, you have more data and you could, you will be able to retarget, you know, more intelligently. And um, a segment of those people would be impulse purchases and um, a majority of, um, a majority, like 80% will not be impulse purchases and you could further market to them, you know, um, further down your chain by, you know, doing applying to micro-conversions I'm going to talk about later to eventually, you know, get them to purchase. So there's a magic and the beauty of digital in the sense that it sort of shortens the purchase cycle. Everything is speedy in this generation where we're in. Um, this time we live in, everything is speedy, but those principles hold true. So the best the, the biggest guys in the game right the biggest drivers in the game think about movement watches um think about airbeds um just think about like big big brands when you're pixeled on their site 
Jesus and they, they, they would, even Daniel Wellington watches, they would keep, keep a tip to make sure that you see their ads, you know, five, maybe 10 times over and over again. And they pixel you outside of the site. So if um, they're using, you know, um, more universal retargeting tools like Criteo or AdRoll, you're being retargeted, you know, again and again and again. So essentially what I'm saying is, um, you really want to, your, your level point in media buying in 2020 should be high reach and frequency. Okay. This leads on to my second point in media buying, which is there's a need for you to hunt, right? And um, a sub audience. So media buying is hunting essentially. So going back to my analogy of like, uh, you know, 10 million people, if you can find 10,000 people of the 10 million people, which is what, 1%? Is that 1%? Yeah, 10,000, 100,000, yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's 1% of the 10 million. If you can find 10,000 people that you know, based on um, a, an, their interest and their actions, and you can continuously you know, massage your message. So let's think about like the 10 million ladies on the, on your media plat media buying platform. I'm not talking about Facebook. I'm not talking about YouTube now. Say they're 10 million and you have found like um, a sub audience of people who like a specific sportswear brand, like a specific um, type of yoga and you sell items linked to yoga, you need to hunt those people down, find them, you know, and all, you know, all platforms will, will give you their interest and, you know, demographics. And then your idea, the, your goal really is to, this is a strategy, um, get a subset of those people try to understand the subsets of those people who have high interest. And once you find that subset of people who have high interest, you, you, you accelerate your frequency to them with your ads until they take the desired action. So on um, Facebook, it may look something like this. It may look like um, you target people who like um, a specific kind of yoga, for instance, say hot yoga. Um, and then you, your objective really is to view content them, but you set your objective always on Facebook to like conversions. Now you, you gather a lot of view content and then you create a rich and frequency campaign targeted at just those view content because those guys have decided to view it. You could, if like you're spending a lot and you're getting a sizable chunk of add to cart, then you could create a rich and frequency campaign targeted to people who are, you know, doing the, the art to cut. So it's kind of like a haunt. You're narrowing it down to specific people that are likely going to buy your brand and you rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat for your brand. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up accidents happen perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a csv import completely messed up your product catalog common myth cloud-based e-commerce platforms like shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store this is simply untrue they don't myth busted so what do you do you use rewind rewind will protect shopify and big commerce stores with automatic backups 
Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's a deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind backups. Remember to head over to rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Third point I want to make is um, around on-site funnel leakage. Um, there's so I was, I was reviewing, I was doing an audit on an account and what we realized was that, um, you know, we're wondering, you know, why are we not seeing that many add to carts? Why are we not seeing that, that many initiate checkouts? Looking at it, they're doing some things right. There's certainly some things they could do, um, they could do better. But on the, well, when we looked at things, the reality of the situation was that they're, e-commerce hosting platform, which was on Magento, um, was doing a few things wrong. Um, first of all, their infrastructure and their setup was not optimal enough. So when you tap on the add to cart, it was taking ages, you know, um, for you to get feedback to confirm that you've added to cart. So add to cart in, in itself, the add to cart buttons were not working very well, essentially. Um, then the checkout process was convoluted. Um, they were like, when you get to the checkout page, they were like, um, they were like 15 fields, you know, it was in two columns, um, seven on one side, seven. And we're like, what the heck, you know, how are people, how are fresh people put, who potentially want to purchase or who are lukewarm about purchasing, but, you know, have been, um, persuaded to purchase, you know, I've been influenced to purchase you know, due to your your great creatives. Um, how do you get those guys coming in to actually purchase? What, what, what is the strategy, you know, if like you're make you're putting these hurdles in? So you really want to check your on-site funnel um, and see if it's licking essentially and benchmark it on a regular basis. So what does your on-site funnel look like? You have people who just visit your homepage. You have people who visit your category pages. If you have any um, you know, products and you need to know who, how many, out of people who've, you know, viewed products, how many, of them, how many of them have added to cart and then out of the number of people who've added to cart, you know, how many people have initiated checkout and from initiate checkout, how many people have actually purchased. You need to really benchmark those figures and um, chart them out and, you know, see trends, look at patterns, you know, look at patterns, make decisions on patterns, look at those patterns and then make your decisions on there. Number four is um, what are micro conversions? Um, what are your micro conversions? I mean, and what do I mean by that? Um, you know, purchase is the holy grail of e-commerce. You know, um, getting people to purchase is what we all want to do in e-commerce. But what if, what if people are not quite ready to purchase? What are your small wins? Um, off the top of my head, the two small micro conversions you want to look at, the two primary micro conversions you really want to look at. Uh, your email collection for first time, you know, visitors. And the second are uh, like your, your 
pixel data, you know, so have you been able to generate a view content? Have you been able to generate an add to cart? Those things matter. Those are steps, one step away from actually, you know, making a conversion. So measure that up and always measure it, you know, measure it. What I'd like to see Facebook have is a, you know, view content, um, you know, conversion rates, you know, how many, how many from the, um, the, the, the number of outbound clicks, um, how many outbound clicks, what's a percentage of view content, um, you know, outbound clicks have generated. It'd be quite interesting to, to have that metric, you know, handy. You can also obviously hack it if you're using a third party tool, such as um, Supermetrics. I mean, the fourth and fifth and final point I want to make is really um, targeted to, really applies to established brand. So the key thing is do not stagnate, innovate. There might be primary fundamental issues if like you have a product and, you know, when you get into the market for the first time, it wows the market and people are like, whoa, you know, this is an innovative product. And if you fail to continually innovate, you're going to bore the market because you, when you storm into a market and it's a hit, an instant hit, as with, you know, many, you know, new products that are, you know, quite innovative, that's going to attract competitors into the market. And competitors are either going to copycat you or some are going to allow your innovation to inspire them to, 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 to spur further innovation. So one thing you have to consider for sure is how are we going to, you know, continuously innovate? How are we going to, um, you know, refresh our, our offer? Are we going to improve features? Because that is what keeps your base happy, gets them to purchase, gets them to, to give you lots of word of mouth recommendations, and also puts you in the forefront of the market. I'll give you an example. There's a brand we're working with. They're quite an innovative brand in their space, in the automotive space. But the issue um, at the moment is that the last time they made any like new product updates was like two years ago. And and so it's a game where we're where, you know, um it's it's challenging, you know, trying to get the existing base excited. So the strategy at the moment, while a new um product is, is about to be launched, is focus on top of funnel. Let's just get in as much fresh eyeballs as possible, get them to purchase our low base offer and walk them up the chain while we're developing a great product in place that will excite um, our base and, you know, just get them to, 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 to purchase again. Those are my tips for Media Buying 2020. If you have any or you have any questions, if you have any other tips, um, be sure to ask us on the Facebook group. Or um, if you have any questions, um, just reach out to me and um, I'll be sure to, 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 to answer them on, on this episode. So the solo shows I'm you know, involved in, um, I can be you know, very, very helpful and answer, answer as many questions as possible. So feel, feel, out, feel, feel free to reach out to me. Just search for me on, on, on Google. Um, I'm active on Twitter. Um, I have mess inbound, um, you know, um, I have the messenger option to reach out to me open on, on Twitter. Um, also reach out to me on the Facebook group. It's, a, it's the fastest way to reach out to me, to be honest. Um, yeah, so those those are my five tips for media buying in 2020. I hope you found them useful. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, ask questions down in the comments. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Cheers. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.